Are you in a season where you feel God is beginning to move you in a new direction, maybe to a different industry or a different company or maybe different parts of your business, and you're just not sure if now is the time? Well, on episode 219 of Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman, I have my good friend, Stacy Woodford, who recently made a change in her entrepreneur journey. And today she is sharing with us that it all comes down to obedience and a willingness to be fully surrendered for the Lord to move you for his glory, for your good and the good of his kingdom. Listen in to this conversation. I know it will bless you. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I am so thrilled to have today's guest because she has a powerful story of what it looks like to truly obey God when he asks you and when he instructs you to leave and to make a change. And so often in our businesses, we feel like, well, this is what God called me to do. I'm going to stay and I'm going to keep doing this forever. And then there's a moment for some of us, not everyone, where he shifts us and he really is guiding us to make a change. And there, there are hard things in that, even when you have a heart to glorify God, like my friend Stacy. So Stacy Woodford and I have known each other for years through entrepreneurship. She has an incredible background in business. Uh, she's an author. We'll talk about her book in a little bit because you all are going to want to get that. And the link will be down in the show notes. So Stacy, welcome to the show. I'm honored to have you here. And I would love for you to just tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Hi, Erin. Thanks for having me. So I, let's see, I'm a mom of three, two kids in college, one in high school. I'm married to my pilot husband, Chad, for the last almost 24 years. Um, I'm originally a teacher turned entrepreneur um, back in 2004, and I haven't looked back. Amazing. Amazing. And now you're in Florida. Yes, I'm originally from Ohio, grew up part of my life in Canada as well. Um, I still have family there. My parents live there, but I've lived in Florida the last 11 years. Amazing. Amazing. So you're getting ready for, cause you're old, your youngest is a senior. Is that right? My youngest, uh, my daughter, Montana is a junior a in junior. high school. Okay. So, so she's my baby. Yes, I know. Empty nest coming, <laughs> empty nest coming. Okay. So Stacy. You have been an entrepreneur for almost 20 years. Mm -hmm. What was it that took you from teaching into entrepreneurship? What took me was I really wanted my time. Mm -hmm. My I really wanted to make my own schedule and I really wanted to make more income. And, and with education as an elementary school teacher, as much as I loved it, um, I was I was limited in both of those things. Yeah. For sure. And so you stepped into entrepreneurship through what vehicle? And you don't know, you don't have to talk about the company, just. Oh, just network marketing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Perfect. And how did that go for you? Like the business grew? It, went, like it was really awesome. I mean, I never thought I would be involved in network marketing. A girlfriend, my college roommate um, shared it with me and 
I at first just immediately dismissed the idea because I thought, you know, I wasn't into sales. I've never sold a thing in my life. <laughs> my comfort zone was talking to little kids. Uh, but more than anything, I wanted more time in my life to see my kids more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's fascinating about, you know, when we have that urge, right, which anyone listening who has a business, they had that urge, they had that prompting and you stepped fully into that. And do you feel like it's given you what you wanted it to be? Yes, it was the biggest gift. Absolutely. It was very scary. Um, we're going to talk more about that to yeah. start any venture and to obey the voice of the Lord. But for me, I knew that God opened that door for me. And so it it really was such a blessing because I was able to, um, I ended up leaving my teaching career after a year. And then, um, you know, I raised my kids while working from home and having that flexibility was huge because my, my husband being a pilot you know, he was just in and out constantly. And so I was able to be that constant around for my, my kids. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So recently you made a change Mm -hmm. and I'd love to hear what, like, how did that come about as far as, you know, what did you really feel the Lord calling you to do? Number one. And then number Mm -hmm. two was, uh, we're going to get into the obedience part, but I'm, I'm curious as you were feeling him call this, were you like, you want me to do what? (laughs) (laughs) you know, I, God prepares us and we don't realize it. You may not realize it until like after the fact. So for me, the preparation for a change in my, um, my job started with me writing a book. Mm, It's been about two and a half years now. And it, God put on my heart years ago to write a book, but to be honest, I was just too afraid. And I, you know, back, put it in the back burner and he put these ideas, other ideas of entrepreneurship on my heart. And I did start to pursue different things, but I never took that step and, and came out. And so the book for me a couple of years ago, when I, when I published it in May of 2021, um, that was, it was a, it was a huge step for me and, um, the biggest part was really, are you going to, are you going to fear man? Are you going to fear God? Mm. And so I knew that God told me to write the book. And so I, I had to push through whatever those uncomfortable feelings were, Mm. um, feelings of unworthiness, doubt about yourself, anything to, um, obeying God. And so that was really the first step for me. And I can see that looking back, Mm. to, um, recently making a change in, in, um, the company that I align with. And I, I was not even looking to make a change, which is the funny thing. I, I was, you know, there a very long time. And all I can say is God started stirring in my heart because I was never, I never thought about changing was never, was tempted to make a change. And, God started stirring in my heart to to make a change. And is that what you mean, Aaron? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to just bring forward. And I feel like mm-hmm. I don't, I know I sent you a scripture recently, but um, this came up for me in Galatians 1.10, right? So in Galatians 1.10, we know that it says, am I now trying to win the approval of man or of God? 
Um, if I were still trying to work for man's approval, I would not be a servant of Christ. So I would love for you to just talk a little bit about that fear of writing the book. Um, and, and we want to know about the book as well. Um, and, and how you came to the place of, wait a minute, hold on. I am fearing man here. And that, how can I serve Christ if I'm not, um, if I'm not trying to please God? Mm -hmm. Well, God wants you to break free from fear. He doesn't want you to live in fear. And, you know, looking back, I realized one verse that was really constant throughout my book was um, that it's not by might nor by power, but by his spirit. And mm -hmm. so um, it's not by our might. It's not by our doing. It's by him. He's the one who works through you. So if he's ultimately the one, um, we have to trust in him. So it's really, it's really a walk of faith and trust and having intimacy. So what I found is the more intimacy that I gained in my walk with the Lord, I started to hear his voice more and to know that it was him speaking to me. Yeah. You know, one of the main ways he speaks to us is through the word of God. But, um, but as you, you seek the Lord, you know, God says that when you seek him, you will find him. That's right. And when That's you seek right. him with all your heart. And so he's the one that is, that opens doors for you. Yeah. So when you truly believe those things and for me, so I started feeling a stirring in my heart. And then I, I, I have the, the wisdom, thank God over the years of, of going, okay, I don't want to make a decision out of an emotion. I want to make a decision because I know that God is telling me to do mm -hmm. something. Yeah. And so, but I do believe, you know, God gave us emotions and so he prompted a stirring in my heart for a reason. And that was to seek the Lord um, uh, for that reason. Yeah. And so that's what I started to do. And as I sought the Lord and I prayed and um, I read, you know, I, I just brought it before the Lord, the clarity came and the clarity came to make a move. Mm -hmm. And I knew it was God telling me to make a move. And it's basically like him saying, come on, let's go. Like, oh. this is going to be fun too. It yeah. doesn't have to be painful or, you know, hard to, to make a change, but you know, God does everything for our good. That's right. And he so desires to surprise and delight us, even in those moments where I'm sure that you had, where you were like, wait, what? <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. Let me surprise you. Right. Come on. Like, let's go do this. I want to step back a second. Cause there's something that you said, um, about the intimacy with the Lord. And that's one of the things that we talk about so much on this podcast about having the discipline of what I call book ending your day, right? Like starting your day with the Lord, ending your day with the Lord. And that seems like, oh, it's just such a simple thing. But what I wonder for you, Stacey, because I know how faithful you are, I know how much you love Jesus. Do you feel like um, you had to go deeper in your intimacy and maybe you weren't as deep before and that opened up more of um, kind of his, you feeling that stirring or was there something that you feel like maybe was blocking the way um, that's, that kept you from, that kept you in that fear for a little while? Well, the fear of man is a powerful thing. Mm. It's a very strong thing. And sometimes your mind can make up things about your mind can make things stronger than it is as well. And the enemy also doesn't want you to walk in, in your callings and your assignments. So he's going to, uh, you know, come in fear and intimidation. And so we, as 
Christians, we have to walk closely with the Lord so we can recognize those things. And mm-hmm. so for me, I never felt a release to leave Yeah. Um, until I did. Sure. Yeah. I was speaking with a client recently and not not too similar in this specific situation, but, you know, why am I still sort of in this space? And sometimes I absolutely know that God has us in a space for training ground. You were saying this earlier um, that he prepares us. And Mm -hmm. in that time, while you weren't feeling the release, God was clearly preparing you. So I want to transition that for a minute into the book and, and tell us about the book and tell us sort of how that was what now looking back was preparation for his next move. Well, one of the things I talk about in the book is dreaming and planning with God. It's the very first thing that I talk about. And what's interesting is, you know, God does want us to dream with him and he does want us to come to him for everything and to not be ashamed and to not be afraid about that. And so it really start going back to intimacy. Um, it begins with just being brutally honest with God and, and asking him questions and listening for the answers. Another thing I wanted to share too as well that's really impacted my life is um, you were saying that getting closer with God really makes a difference. And something that I really desired in my life was to pray in the spirit. And I had, I never prayed in this. I didn't pray in the spirit for many, many years. And I just kept asking the Lord for it. I don't know why perhaps the Holy spirit just put it on my heart and I just kept praying and praying for it. And then once I got my prayer language, it really changed my prayer life. Mm. And so I have to say that that was a big shift for me in my intimacy with God is, um, my prayer life. Yeah. Oh, that is so good. What's the name of the book? Okay. It's called work from home survival kit for Christian moms. And the subtitle is put God first, win the day and build your business. Mm, And where can we get that on Amazon? Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause we're definitely going to put that link down there. Um, so Stacy, I'd love for you to talk about the transition, not the physical transition um, with your business, but as you were making that transition and being obedient, we know that it's not always easy, but there is an ease to it when we're walking in the center of God's will. So what was that like walking in the center of God's will? How did that feel? How did that inform your sort of, you know, next right action steps. Interesting. We just uh, had Rosh Hashanah for those that follow the Hebrew calendar and it's the year of the open door. I didn't, I did not know it was the year of the open door. Um, Are you open to all that God has for you? Are you really truly open to all that God has for you uh, I think for many years, I I really did let the fear of man rule me. And I didn't realize that I did. And I heard a quote by Bill Johnson. He's, and he said that our, BD, our obedience never just affects your life. It That's never right. just affects our lives. And um, he says that there's a domino effect that 
that it affects multiple generations that, and that are impacted by a lifestyle of obedience. Mm. And um, I saw this quote, I heard him share this after I had made a big move. And it really, I felt it brought together the truth for me is that the, the weight and the heaviness of decisions we make in our lives and um, are you listening to God? And mm. so I really felt like for me, um, when I started my first business, it was a step of obedience mm. and um, leaving that to start another business was actually harder for me. It was a lot harder thing. And so when I say the, the open doors, when doors are open, their, their opposition can come That's and right. it can be a lot harder as you're walking through an open door, you know, cause the enemy doesn't want you to take that next step he wants. So there can often bring, um, challenges and frustrations, but when you know, and you're grounded in your heart that God told you to do that and you're stepping in obedience, there will also be an ease to it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I want to unpack that hard piece. Why do, what was it about this shift um, that was, that made it harder this time versus when you started the your first business? Well, I think it's uh, years of friendships and people not understanding mm -hmm. why you make the decision. It has nothing to do with people. My decision had nothing to do with, and I love people and yeah. I love lots of people, but my decision was not ultimately about them, yeah. anybody, yeah, any one person. My decision was um, my, for my family and because of God. Yeah. So, and so I really ultimately had to step in and make a courageous choice um, that many people, I knew people would not understand. Sure. That's really what it is. I knew people would not understand and, and might even be upset at me about, Yeah. but, um, you know, when I see my maker at the end of my life, I, I don't want to say, Lord, I couldn't do it because I was afraid of what so-and-so would think of me, mm -hmm. or I was afraid of maybe losing some friends. I, I did it because, you know, I'm, I'm living my life to, uh, to please God and, and wherever he leads me, no matter what that is, whether that's even leaving at one point, I leave this, the company that I'm, I've aligned with right now, maybe down the road, he tells me to, to leave, um, the whole, uh, industry of multi-level yeah. marketing, who knows? Um, but I will do what, where he leads me, I will go where he leads me. Mm. And so as I've made each decision along the way, you gain more confidence, you gain more trust in God. And you know, ultimately it, you know, it's not one company or one job that, that is your provision. Like That's God right. is your provider. Yeah. So God is the one that provides for me. It's not, it's not one thing or one Oof. place yeah. or one course or one. Yeah. <laughs> anything. Oh, Stacy, I'm like getting chills. <laughs> Come on, Holy Spirit. It's it to me also, it's so connected to identity, right? Like if we're anchored in the identity of the the job, the role, the title, the company, the dollars, et cetera, um, then we're not anchored in the Lord. And we know that the world is temporal. It's shifting sands and being anchored in the Lord. It's so powerful what you just said that 
you know, I'm going to go where he leads me. And here's the thing. I've seen this meme or something several times. It says something like, um, other people won't understand your vision, be, but God didn't give it to them. Right. And right. we know, and Jesus tells us that we will be persecuted for him. Right. And I know that that change while also exciting and also peaceful and also there being an ease about it can also be painful. And so I just want to say to the audience, if you're feeling in your heart, the need to make that change, like Stacey said, I mean, take it before the Lord, be face down before him and let him guide you in that. Because Stacey, I'm sure um, even in the ease, you're still human. Mm -hmm. And so there's still, and like you said earlier, God gave us the emotion. I, I mean, I'm sure there's still pain in the transition. I, there absolutely is for sure. Yeah. You know, and you made a good, when you said the word identity, I couldn't agree with you more because we have to make decisions out of our position in Christ. Okay. So we're, our identity is I am choosing to be a daughter of Christ, a friend of Jesus. Like, you know, God already said we're seated in the heavenly places with him. So I'm making my decisions out of my identity with mm. him. And I'm choosing to make decisions out of being instead of making decisions out of doing so that I can earn approval yes. or be accepted. Oh. Um, so I don't, I used to live like that. Yeah. But I don't anymore. Yeah. And thank God the Holy Spirit convicts us when we do start to go in the wrong direction and forgive us when we do. Right. But right. when you're yielded to the Holy Spirit and you realize, okay, the Holy Spirit is, is my business partner. Oof. He, he's the best marketing right. um, strategist you could ever have. Amen. And he's the best, you know, he, you know, I, I remember a mentor said, to me, I know God and he knows everybody. That's right. Oh, so if that I know is God powerful. and he knows everybody. Then why live in fear? Why worry? Because he's going to open the right doors for you. He's going to connect you to the right people and to the right places and to the right chapters and to the right jobs. And it's just a matter of one faith step after the other. Oh, Stacy, that is so powerful. I know God and he knows everybody. Oh, I love that so, so that much. Was by Donna Parto, the woman who helped me to write my book. So yeah. thanks for Donna. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Donna. That is incredible. So now you've made that transition and it's been how long? Um, Three months. Okay. Three months. So mm -hmm. we're three months in. So obviously it's early days. Right. Um, How is God continuing to reinforce the decision and- how do you see him continuing to move? Well, I heard a friend last night share a, a man that I went to uh, college with. He's a, he and his wife are pastors at, at this awesome church in Pennsylvania. And he, he sent me a message about open doors and um, how that it can be a challenge when, when you start to walk through open doors and, um, oh my gosh, I just lost my train of thought. What was the question that you asked me, Aaron? So Why just how you're seeing God continue to reinforce the decision of your obedience and then how you're continuing to see him move. So 
one of the things my friend, the pastor was saying is that you can't walk through an open door without leaving behind the things in, in that held you back. Mm. And it's Jim Kilmartin, if anybody wants to hear that sermon, it was so good. But he, it's so true. And I remember when I resigned from my previous company, I said, Lord, I, I in this next season, I, I want to leave some things behind. I, I want to leave some things behind that, that held me back. And he just, this pastor just, you know, reminded me of that is like, I'm walking into a new season That's with right. some, with some new shackles that I've dropped with some yes. new weight that I've lifted off of my shoulders. And I can't carry certain things right. into a new season with me. So God is the one leading us, but he's also, he's bringing us into new levels of freedom as he's leading. Right. As he's leading you, it's a new level of freedom. And so I really felt that as I was taking this next step. And whenever I feel like any kind of heaviness, I'd have to remind myself of those things. Like, no, I left that behind. Like, yeah. no, sorry, Satan, I'm not picking that back up. Or, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to worry about those things anymore. I'm in a new season. That's right. And two things that come up for me in that. Um, one is it reminds me of Jesus raising Lazarus and giving the instruction to take off his grave clothes, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like you're leaving the grave clothes behind. And at the same time, what I love that you just shared is like when that comes up again, because we're human and it will, and the enemy wants to do that. It's like that piece of toilet paper stuck to your shoe, right? Like it's just following along with you and you have to like turn around and take it off. So it's the vulnerability that you're sharing, Stacy. that it does come up. And yet I, I can remind myself that I'm no longer in those seasons, that I've dropped those chains. Um, what's coming up for me is that that song, like I hear the chains falling, right? Mm -hmm. um, that the well, chains- and, not, and yeah. I'm not saying that anybody else should follow my journey at all. Sure. I'm not saying right. that. I no. you need to obey God Absolutely. in what he's called you to do, no matter what. I think that's the bottom line is, yes. are you doing what God's called you to do? Amen. God gives each one of us individual assignments. Are, are you obeying? That's right. And you were reminding me of that scripture about when um, the the man at the pool of Bethesda, mm -hmm. Jesus said, do you want to be well? Yes. Do you want to be free? Yeah. Do you want to move to the next level? And that comes from obedience. Amen. And, and that obedience for you, for me, it was uh, 19 years and almost 20 years in one place. And now a new season is for me you might be some right. somewhere or some job or some whatever position for three years or five years. You know, we have to be willing to wait and trust God in the waiting process. That's right. That's and right. Um, he may not want to move you at all. You right. might be in the place for your whole career or, um, you know, whatever your situation is. It's just a matter of being obedient. It, that's absolutely it's how surrendered are you that you are willing every day to say, Lord, this is yours. Take me, you know, use me right here. I am, Lord, send me right. And I, I, before we close this up, the obedience 
I love what you were saying that Bill Johnson quote, because obedient, our obedience is always connected to someone else's blessing. Always, always, always. It's that ripple effect and that, you know, through generations. And if we are not willing to be fully obedient, because partial obedience is disobedience, <laughs> that, that impedes someone's blessing somewhere. Right. Right. And God, as you said earlier, Stacey, he prepares us and he positions us in the assignments in that moment. And glorifying him is being obedient to the point of of that full surrender. And like you said, and I want to reiterate, right? You may be listening, somebody may be listening to this going, well, I don't think that God's calling me to move. Great. Take that to God and just ask him to clarify it, right? Like the point is obedience. That is the point. Mm -hmm. um, and Stacey, I well, think- Well, obedience is risk, right? Absolutely. To the, to the human mind, it's yes, risk. Yes, it is. It and is. It, it's, it can be scary. But do you want to look back at your life and say, I I never, I, I didn't do what I was supposed to do? Yeah, that's right. Mm. Are we willing to lay down our good for his great? That's right. Yeah. Oh, Stacey, this has been so beautiful. I know there are people who needed to hear this today, wherever they are, whether they're contemplating change or not, but to know that um, this is the year of open doors. And so to know that there, there is always opportunity, there is always option and we've got to take it to God and allow him to direct us. So Stacey, we know that we can find the book on Amazon and we'll put that down in the show notes. Where would you like people to connect with you? I would say Instagram. I'm also going to be coming out with a six week mastermind coming out soon and going to be going diving into a lot of the, the stuff that we talked about and really wanting, uh, I have a desire to connect um, Holy Spirit filled Christian entrepreneurs that know they have a call of God on their life, know they have assignments that they need to fulfill and, and want to be connected and grow in that and grow in, in your courage and your strength and your walk and all of those things. So that's going to stay tuned for that. That's going to be coming out soon. I love that. So we will put Stacy's Instagram down in the show notes. We'll put the link to the book in the show notes. Stacy, thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for reminding us how much uh, the Lord loves us and, and desires to co-labor with us. Um, and thank you for reminding us about obedience. Thanks for having me, Erin. I really enjoyed the conversation. Dear High Achieving Christian Woman, listening to this podcast, as you refine or scale your established business, do you ever feel like your outward success is warring with your faith and internal peace? Is overachievement your comfort zone, but it's exhausting you and you just don't know another way to work? What's gotten you this far is not sustainable and it won't get you where God is leading you. Or does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you wish you could work with more clarity and serenity instead of frantic energy? Here's the truth. God made you ambitious, but he didn't make you to work the world's way. I'm the coach that combines biblical truth and business acumen with a personalized approach for high achieving women like you who desire to align business strategy and goals to God's truth 
and break free from business as usual. Let's explore how I can help you tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to grow your business and impact. Schedule your 15-minute discovery call today at erinharrigan.com slash discovery call or click the link in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman this week. I pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.